What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another fantastic episode of The Vile Files. I am your host, Nick, joined by my uh, illustrious team. And I don't even know. If I just I don't even know how it's fitting. Oh, it's a beautiful. Great. You said that beautifully. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy, Ali, Amanda, how are all you ladies doing? Fantastical. Great. How yeah. are you, Nicholas? So good. How's Jeff? Jeff is great. Um, just really enjoying the family life. Uh, we have. Uh, I mean, really. I'm like, yeah. I got like, I got it's, like a makings of a, like a little fan. I did That's see Natalie nice. posted. Natalie did post. Is like, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> just in case um, you forgot. It's. I, I love it's, it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, we have an amazing episode for you. Uh, the wonderful Tinks is with us. Uh, Tinks, so great that she's on par with the Madonnas of the world of having a single name, <laughs> nickname, which it works for. It's great. I'm super jealous, but she has been all over. Uh, if you're on TikTok, on TikTok, she's just, I don't know, a smart, relatable woman who has, you know, shared her thoughts yeah. and opinions and views on life. And it's, uh, she's a uh, been a joy to get to know and as always we talk a lot about relationships and dating of which she has a lot of fun and insightful perspectives and i think all of you will really enjoy this episode with, with tanks yeah i mean if you haven't heard of her you are going to after this and you're really gonna love it so uh let's get to it uh as always sending your questions to ask nick at castmedia.com cast with a k we have merch chriselle staus will be with us next week to recap episode uh, three of the bachelorette of which i will be making a cameo and uh, a great uh, ask nick episode next week and uh also next week is Chrissy who do we have next we have week? Dominic Monaghan and Billy Boyd from Lloyd of the Rings oh that's right fun interesting uh guys very successful actors and uh really fun to talk about life with them so be sure to check that out if nothing else we will get to the one and only Tanks Tanks thanks for coming thanks for having me let's talk about the name sure I'm sure you get that a lot. <laughs> I do. When I, I give yourself the nickname, I sort of. So when I was younger, I wasn't that confident. And then I one summer I watched this movie um, and in the movie, there was this character called Tinka Parker and she was really popular with boys and she was really confident. And I, I came back um, to school that fall and I was like, you guys, now I have an alter ego named Tinka Parker. How old were you? I was like 10, 11. And so it was like a <laughs> Sasha Fierce thing. And they were like, okay, bet, 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 that's fine. And then I just sort of slowly started to become her more and more because it was fun to be confident. And confidence is so much like fake it till you make it. And um, Tinka Parker got shortened to Tinka, got shortened to Tinks, and people have called me Tinks for like 20 years now. How how old were you <clears throat> when it stuck? It stuck right away, honestly. Tinks. Yeah, Tinks stuck right away. It just, everybody apart from my mom and my lawyer calls me Tinks. And do you even tell people your real name? N not really. You'd rather not. It's not that I wouldn't, I, you know, sometimes people like I have a few friends that call me Christina when I'm like being bad or whatever, but I, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm misbehaving, like a friend, yeah, yeah, like a friend when they're like, Christina, you need to, and my mom still calls me that. Um, I'm, I'm very envious of having a nickname. Sure. <clears throat> I think most people would desire a nickname, let alone a, like a, a single word, like a Madonna, Jesus, Jesus, Cher. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
I am putting myself on that level. Especially yeah. someone like I don't have the most appealing last name. Most people don't know how to pronounce it. And it's the type of name that you would usually want. Like that's why actors yeah, who join change. SAG change their name because like. But I think Nick is one of the hottest names for a guy. Really? I love. Really? I Never lo- have heard that. I love the name Nick. Why? Yeah. Oh. I, I think it's it's so, I think the way it sounds is so hot. I have a really good friend called Nick and I call him Nicky, which I think is so cute and sexy. I think it's because of like the, the Dilf in Parent Trap is called Nick Parker. Yep. And I think like from a very early age. No, my mom's maiden name is Parker. And I feel like my life would be a little different if I was Nick Parker. Yeah, I think it's, I was conditioned from an early age to think Nick was a hot name because of the DILF. But also it's just like one word, it's hot, it's easy to say, it's strong, but it's not like overpowering. Have I gassed you up enough today? Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, like, great. How important <laughs> do you think names are? Extremely important. Why do you think Kim Kardashian's first marriage failed? She's not going to scream her mom's name for the rest of her life. Who? Chris, Chris Humphreys. She, you can't marry someone with your mom's name. It just does not work in the bedroom. That's my theory. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But also... What about siblings? Siblings, like how important is it for your siblings to have good names? No, I don't care about their, how the quality of their names. But if like if you have a sibling and then you oh. date like a... You have a sister named Jessica. Can you date a Jessica? Yeah. I, don't, I think it's not preferred. Yeah, it's not preferred. Yeah, but, but it's moms. okay. Or I your think, own name, for that matter. Yeah, that. Well, if your narcissist have a, yeah, that could be. Because I'm a Chris, so there's a lot of male Chris's. Yeah, that's and true. That's a problem for you. I have dated people with the same name as me. Yeah, it's weird. I think a name is important because you say it for the, a lot when you're dating someone, and I'm a big nickname person. Yeah, like babe. Yeah, like are you a babe or are you a honey person? I'm definitely not a honey. <laughs> I've used babe. I'm a big babe, baby person. <laughs> babe. It's always been babe, babe. But then I also have like weird nicknames for them. That's how I know if I really like someone is if we if we right away start to develop our own little language sure. and our own little nicknames for each other. Babe's always been the default, <laughs> but I will. I've said sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I love how sweetheart is totally right on the line of like condescending and sexy. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> probably why I use it. And that's yeah. my daddy issues <laughs> wearing their ugly head very early on in this. Was your dad condescending? No. Well, sometimes, but I think it's like sweetheart is, so, it's like, I've always wanted that like kind of pat on the head from any male figure where it's. You like, want a pat on the head from a guy because <laughs> I've heard the opposite from women. Uh, I want it all. But Sweetheart is kind of like, I don't know. It's very John Draper, like sexy. But yeah, I like babe, baby. Hmm. Sometimes I'll say honey to be annoying. Like on purpose, I'll be like, honey. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think my girlfriend uses honey. Yeah. It's cute. Are there any nicknames that annoy you? Like, or like little words like that, that you would be turned off? Specifically, it's more about how. Yeah. A woman would say it. Right. Baby talk is, doesn't is the truly the worst. I agree. Thing ever. I agree. I don't <laughs> care what you look like or what you're wearing. No. Or what the mood is. You start whimpering and whining. Uh-uh. You're so, done. It's over. You're, it's over. Um, how? Like, so who are you? Where are you? Where have you come <laughs> from? Like, what's uh, you're, you've made a splash on the old TikTok and social media. <laughs> you're out here doing interviews. People seem to. 
uh, being enjoying your content. <laughs> You're like, my producers forced me to have you on the show. So no, I, uh, nope, Amanda that's not true. suggested that's you negative. first. Uh, Molly Sims came on here, raved about you. <laughs> I, uh, when Amanda suggested who you were, had noticed some of your content. I've, we've been active on TikTok ourselves, and therefore I've spent a v- lot of time on there. I am the world's oldest TikToker. Um, I picked up TikTok a year ago in lockdown. Before that, I was a writer and brand consultant, so I, I loved always loved creating content, but I never thought of myself as a in-front-of-the-camera person. But I loved writing articles um, all throughout my 20s. Like, I went on a date with a new guy every week for a year, and this is what happened. Or, I think that dating is like Pokemon Go, and here's why. You know, stuff like <laughs> that. That was like, that was what made me really happy. And then I would also help brands like with their Instagram and whatever. So it was all leading to this. I just didn't know it yet. And then in lockdown, obviously nobody wanted articles about like how to match your workout leggings to your Zodiac sign. So I was like sitting there twiddling my thumbs and I, I loved TikTok as a platform. I was enjoying the content, but I did feel that there was space for more different formats. Like I, and I thought, what, what do I want to see? I'm a millennial. I want to see... I love a starter pack. I love celebrity gossip. I love product reviews, like more of that kind of stuff. I was like, fuck it, I have nothing to lose. I'll just start. And from the second that I made my first video, I knew that I had found my true calling. And it's been a wild year ever since. <laughs> That's great, yeah. I mean, we it's we've we started doing stuff on TikTok and it's a, it's a fascinating platform because mm-hmm. you see it's very niche specific yeah. to a certain degree. And yeah. it's for, I've noticed on TikTok, it gives you the opportunity for people. You can build a specific audience and they'll Mm -hmm. care about what you have to say as much, if not more than actually who you are. Completely. I think it's total opposite to Instagram where it's very much like, who are you? How many followers do you have? What does your grid look like? On TikTok, it's literally, are the first three seconds of your video funny or interesting to me? That's all that matters. You never go to people's profiles. It does not matter what you look like. I built my platform on looking hungover and ugly and being like, I'm hungover, but I have this funny thought that I want to share with you guys. So it's it's much more of a meritocracy in that sense, which I like. Thank God, because I'm not very good at hair and makeup. So. And now people aren't surprised when I show up to everything in a sweatshirt looking kind of hungover. So this whole TikTok thing was an excuse to train the world to allow you to wear sweatshirts. I am breaking the norms of society. It's I me. I mean, it's, it's still it's... a Bel Air sweatshirt. Let's be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, people have been wearing sweatpants in LA for a long time. I invented sweatpants. Yeah. Nice <laughs> job. Uh, you are, uh, uh, you've been uh, on TikTok. You talk a lot about relationships mm-hmm. and dating. You are active with your relationship in dating life. We talk very much about relationships and dating on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I figured we can just dive in just some of your more popular theories yeah. that you have in mm-hmm. there. Do you find as someone who has decided to be, because not only do you talk about like your ideas and like best practices and things mm-hmm. like that, uh, you also are pretty open about talking about your personal dating life. Yeah. I started vlogging really early on on TikTok because vlogging? I vlogging, vlogging, oh. vlogging. Okay. Yeah. Partially because, um, I binge drink so much that I was worried I was going to forget all the good stuff that was happening to me. But then I just sort of really liked sharing my life with my followers. I, I don't mind at all. It feels very natural to me. But so when I date, I always give the guys 
a nickname actually like for the vlog right now I'm in a situation that's so confusing because I gave the guy I'm dating right now the nickname young Gemini because he is a younger Gemini but I shortened it to YG and everybody on the internet thinks that I'm dating the rapper (laughs) 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 like and they can't get it like they I'm like I've put up so many stories being like guys I'm so sorry for the confusion I am not dating the rapper YG that would be really sick but I'm not and so, but yeah, I give them all nicknames. We have friend, new guy, Malibu crush, uh, sportsman, they all, sexy How restaurateur. much of <clears throat> the men that you're dating are aware or not aware? And do they like it? It totally varies. Um, it's preferable that they don't watch my content because I won't lie to my followers ever. But it's just like in the early stages of relationship, like how I explain it is I speak to my followers as if I was at lunch with friends and I was catching them up on who I'm dating. Sure. But that's stuff that the, the person you're dating shouldn't necessarily hear. Like they yeah. shouldn't necessarily, <laughs> they should 100%. know, right? Like Not they- necessarily, but definitely. I mean, that's yeah. why I asked, yeah. it would be. They shouldn't know it- that you like them or that they shouldn't know like that you, this annoys you about them or whatever. So it's tough. Meditation, people. It's a, it's a real thing. It's not just uh, for the people who you think would meditate. It's for everyone. And, and being centered, being present, staying focused are, are things that have helped me You know, deal with anxiety, things like that. Uh, so whether you're stressed out, uh, like from you know being an adult or, or working, uh, meditation can really help channel your energy into you know positive emotions. And um, it's helped me and it can help you. You deserve to feel happier in headspace is meditation made simple. So uh, if you ever thought about meditating and uh, you are you don't know what it is and you think it's for uh, you know people other than yourself, trust me, it can be for you. For the moms out there, you can do meditation uh, with your kiddos, you know, help uh, center those little critters, those monsters, <laughs> and uh, a more kind of calming energy to help yourself and to help them get through the day. But uh, super easy. So many of our uh, listeners have benefited from Headspace, and you can too. And you can learn a lot about it right from the comfort of your home with Headspace. Go to headspace.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's right. That's headspace.com slash V-I-A-L-L for a free one-month trial. With access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation, this is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash V-I-A-L-L. And the guy I'm dating now is like, I wouldn't say a narcissist, but he definitely like likes to see what I'm saying about him. So I can't, I have to be a bit careful now, but. Sure. Because um, then you asked, is he, is he showing up and performing? Totally. Totally. Um, so, and it's been, there have been situations where I've sat down on a first date and they're like, am I going to make it in the vlog? And that's like, uh, yeah, weird. It pretty yeah. much ends the date. It ends the date. And yeah, I think the, the, the dream is like someone who's, loves how much I love my followers and doesn't really care like they 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 acknowledge it as a separate relationship they know it they're aware of it yeah they assume maybe they might end up in it but they're not going to make it yeah their focus well and I think like I told the guy I'm dating now I was like I will never passive aggressively speak to you through the vlog I swear on my life because I think that that's a concern Uh, where it's like you know you know they if I was like, and I want him to, you know, I was like, I'm never going to do that. So just don't yeah. watch it. If you have to, that's fine. But I prefer you don't because that's my friendship with my followers. Um, and he was pretty cool with that. But so what, so you, 
in addition, you do you say I'll let you know if I have an issue or if I don't like something you're doing, you'll mm-hmm. hear it before me before my audience hears it. One hundred percent. Okay. Because I'm not passive aggressive. I think passive aggression kills friendships and relationships. And I'll say right away that really annoyed me that you did that. Where do you draw the line between expressing something that bothered you and like I need to say this to you before I say it to my audience, and just like sharing that you had a date and the guy finding out how you thought because you know what I'm saying? Like if yeah. I go on a date with a girl, like she probably yeah. going to go talk to her friends and, yeah. and download and I won't really know. I can have insert my own point of view and guess, right? Yeah. And she might say, I had a really nice time. I hope to see yeah. you again. But he might be able to go and say, oh, I guess I didn't realize that she liked that or, or yeah. didn't like that. Where do you draw the line between those two things? It's tricky. I think sometimes I'll like delay it. Like I'll wait a week so that it's just so I can still be super honest with my followers. But it's tricky. It's tricky because I actually like this guy. I think like for the past couple of guys I've dated, I haven't liked them that much. So it's been like it's been more fun and I can like, you know, just really chat to my followers about like, oh, he did this and that. But now I like this guy. So I need to be more thoughtful about it. And yeah. Well, let's let's talk about some of your your theories, okay. and then maybe we'll circle back to yes. YG, okay, and, and find <laughs> out more. I feel mm-hmm. like if your audience is mm-hmm. listening, they're dying to hear more mm-hmm. about your feelings towards him. Mm-hmm. As now, I'm fully invested, so I, I want to know how it's going. Uh, you have some great theories out on on the old TikTok, mm-hmm. which I, I like and and uh, often agree with for the most part. You talk a lot about ick. Okay, the ick. So I did not invent the ick, but I did invent the ick list. So the ick is when you get that feeling of sudden cringe with someone that you're dating. I I mean, from what I hear, it's mainly women that get the ick about a guy where it's like, sure. yeah, I don't think I don't it, think men get it. Well, they, they just don't call it. Ick. They don't call it the ick. They're like, oh, she did something that really turned me off. But for guys, they're not. Well, specific. I'll circle back because that actually falls into box theory. But men like I've, <laughs> I have girlfriends where like they'll sit down and they'll be like, you guys, he like he had uh, white sheets. Sure. And I can't see him again. Like that's an example of an ick. Everybody's icks yeah. are specific. Or and, no sheets. Or no or no headboard. No headboard is a great ick, a very common ick. But you can't. Yeah, Because most men in their 20s don't have, don't a, have, yeah. have a headboard. Yeah. Icks can be varying degrees. You can get an ick that's terminal, you can never see them again, or you can move past it. I advocate when you're dating someone new to make an ick list. So you on your phone, on your notes app, you write their name and then you write underneath it little things that they're not a huge ick, but they gross you out or they bother you or it's a weird thing that they said or did. And you keep this as a in your back pocket if you're in a fight or if you you feel like you're catching feelings too quickly and you like them more than they like you, or if you break up, and you can review it and be like, okay, I'm fine. It's a it's it's a preemptive just in case this doesn't work out. Yeah, safety net. Yeah, yeah. Remember or, he puts a bong on his nightstand. Yeah, <laughs> or kidding. or like just like weird stuff that guys do. Like or if he, I don't know. Like one night if he if you went out together and like he was completely ignoring you and like it was fine like not enough to make a big deal of it but like you remember it or like I don't know something weird that he said about 
like his future if he's like well I would never have a dog that's an example but like you know small things where it's like not enough to make a conversation about it's too early on but like you you store it away and you have it in your head because I think sometimes girls get so caught up in like really early on they future trip and they're like this is my husband oh my god I'm obsessed sure. with him whatever and it's like it's a good method to cool yourself down and if he does ghost you if you break up what have you you have that list to ground you in reality I I think it's great. I mean, I'm I'm always telling my audience, especially if if they break up, you know, like no one is. I didn't invent this, but obviously, make a list of pros and cons. What you totally. don't like, and you break up with someone, and I'm, you know, it's always hysterical. <clears throat> Most breakups aren't you know completely one sided. Yeah. Right? Oftentimes, you like you guys have been fighting. You don't really like yeah. them anyways, but they beat you to the punch, mm-hmm. and then you immediately like forget everything you didn't exactly. like about them. You freak out. Yeah. You start you. They become like your new obsession completely and like everything about everything you ever liked becomes the biggest deal in the world like the fact that like you ever had brunch together right. is like the nicest thing in the world yeah. and you immediately forget all the things that you complained about to your friends over and over and like that's a time to go back and start making a list but i find it interesting that you're suggesting they do this from the get yeah it, this is exactly the antidote to what you're talking about one of the i do a lot of ask me anything too and one of the most frequent questions i get is how to get over a guy i never dated because they exactly what you said happens like you know you're seeing you're in a situation ship for a few weeks a month or two then they're like they ghost you or soft ghost you um and then you're like he literally gave me his hoodie like to wear home and it's like that's not <laughs> good enough yeah. like our standards are on the floor and and if you already and if you have the list then you can remember like oh like that time like he didn't share his food with me or like that time that he like ate a steak with ketchup or like whatever weird x you have like it's always good to have them because for whatever reason I think a lot of women get attached super quickly to the idea of people. And again, it's not grounded in, in their behavior. It's grounded in like what they say or like what you're projecting. Or they, you're, I find women to be more guilty in dating. Guys do it too, but they're focused on getting the guy to like them. Totally. Rather than whether they like the guy. Completely. It's like such an important mindset shift and like really changed my entire dating life when I started realizing that like, you should go into a date saying, do I like them? Yeah. Not the first do they date like me? is all about, yeah. like, it is an interview. It is an interview. It's, it's, it's literally an interview with cocktails and it, it's, it's just nuts how people can get so attached. And like, even the way that women describe their dates, it's like they, they do their stats. They're like, he's from here. He went to school here. He does this. Like he has a headboard. Like it's, yeah. that's, and so they've gone in before they've ever met this guy and they've decided him on a I like, I like mm-hmm. him. And so mm-hmm. I, my job is to get him to like me. Exactly. And therefore like what questions, like they're, they're in the interview. Yes. They're hoping to get the job. Totally. Meanwhile, they're just like, they have no fucking clue what he is like other than like you say, his stats. So do you think women are more guilty of like 100% and they resume? don't even, they don't even ask themselves like, how did he, I always say this to my followers. I'm like, how did you feel when you were with him? Were you yourself? Did you leave in a better mood? When something funny happens, do you want to text him? Like, we just totally forget about all that. And we're like, another thing that women do a lot is they get attached to something that he said. So I'll get a lot of DMs saying, Tink's like, he said this and that. He said he wanted to date. He said he wanted to go here. It's like, 
actions speak louder than words. Does he call you? Does he text you? Does he try to hang out with you multiple times a week? Does he remember things about your life? Does he follow up? It's very simple. Yeah. Well, men men will do it too at the end of like if if a woman breaks up with a guy and he's heartbroken, men like, but you said this and you did this yeah. and the truth like we just we say things. Talk is cheap. We say also feelings change. Well, hundred percent. That's another thing too. It's just like they might have meant it too. Yeah. And even in that D- that's moment, that's a really good point. Yeah. But like moments change, and some people value. Uh, yeah. So you know the the risk of being someone who like people always talk about living in the present and being present. And, yeah. You know the power of now, and that's great. But if someone is incredibly present, they're also someone who might lead you on because they're so focused focused on this moment completely so whatever they feel in that moment they're going to say and they're not worried about tomorrow yeah or yesterday and that's great but if you're someone who like puts all that weight and the meaning behind it what, what it means is they're they're having a good time totally it's not yeah i always say it's like it's not a contract when someone says like i like you they're just saying they like you like right now or i love you they're it, even if i love you exactly what you said is right feelings change and that can be really hard I think there's a fine line between like for me I can be not defensive but like a little wary because listen I'm 30 I've dated a lot I've dated in San Francisco New York and LA like it's not that I'm defensive and I have walls up but I'm wary you know I think like feelings change people change you've got to wait and just you know gird your loins yeah I mean it's probably not even is it wary 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 Wary? I don't know I don't know but you're also just like you've lived some life and you've been in, yeah. and you've experienced you've broken up had been broken up with and now you're just now you're going into dates being like we'll see which is the best possible we'll mindset. see is a great mentality yeah and I, I had uh, one therapist she was amazing she was like pretend dating should be like you're a, a scientist and you're collecting data. Yeah. You know, in the first couple months, you're just collecting data. You should really just see, just say, oh, they said this. It makes me feel this way, this and that. And that that's all. You're just collecting data. Yeah. People always say, like, well, I don't want to feel like an interview. Well, if it, it's fun conducting an interview. It's not fun being interviewed. interviewed and yeah. yet so many people, and we agree that maybe women might be a little bit more guilty of it, go into a date making it a about them being interviewed totally so, like you have the option to go into a date and be like I don't, I don't know if he's gonna like me or not but like we'll see if i like do i like i'm him? gonna interview him and that's a lot of fun that's power that's yeah i think like for me so much of what i try to do now and what i hope to do is like to to have girls younger than me learn from my mistakes because the mentality that i have with dating now and for the past like year or so I just always think like if I could have been this way in my mid twenties, sure. oh I mean, my god! But that, yeah, a part of it is like you have to go through it. But there are tips and tricks where I'm like, if I can pass these on, it's it's hard. Great, yeah, because like the thing that you, it's so hard to teach anyone, especially. And I'm not a a parent yet, but like, how do you teach people perspective? Totally right. Yeah, because like, and and that's where like you mentioned, you joked about your dad being condescending. Well, sometimes when, you, when people make the mistakes, I, I know I do. You're, you're trying to teach someone perspective, Completely. but you just sound like a dick. Totally, or you're just condescending because it's like, well, you you know, you don't know this. Yeah, but like I. Yeah, and you're just like, well, you're not me. Uh, totally, and you can't assume, and that's it's the most difficult thing. I mean, that would be the key to life if you could somehow be a younger person. Yeah, who could learn perspective earlier on life would yeah. be just a cakewalk yeah i think i'm a person who does um i love 
like hearing from older people who have been through things before. I love reading autobiographies and memoirs, and I do feel like I soak up a lot of those lessons and apply them to my life, which is why I'm trying to like, even if some of it sticks, you know, even if 10% sticks of it to my followers, like then that's a win for me. So box theory. So, well, you just, do you think before you tell us about box theory, uh, do you think it makes a bit of difference whether a woman sleeps with a guy either anywhere between the first date and let's say three to four months into dating and does that in any way impact whether a guy will like them um very little agreed so box theory is if you meet a guy in a romantic setting like as in he you meet him in a bar or at a dinner party or like you go on a date he will put you into one of three boxes he wants to date you he wants to sleep with you or he wants nothing to do with you okay and people are like but what about friends like no i said in a romantic setting okay if a guy wants to date you there is very little you can do to change his mind you can sleep with him on the first date you can get super drunk you can puke on his shoes he will find it endearing if a guy just wants to sleep with you You can hold out six months. You can talk about Jesus for your first three dates. He's still not going to want to date you. And if he wants nothing to do with you, sorry, just move on. But I think women get so caught up in when should I sleep with him? When should I, you know, whatever. It really doesn't matter. And then people say to me, well, Tinks, that puts all the power in like the guy's hands. And you're looking at it the wrong way. The point is... It should be totally freeing because you should sleep with him when you feel like sleeping with him. It will not matter. Most of the boyfriends that I've had, I've slept with on first or second date Mm -hmm. because it was a vibe and I knew and I I could tell that they wanted to date me. Now, I don't totally know if I buy the guys will know the difference when they see a girl that they're interested in, Mm. whether he wants to whether she's girlfriend material versus mm. I just want to have sex with her. Mm. I don't think that men are that sophisticated to know yeah, that's fair. the difference. I'll maybe run my movie theory by you. Okay. And you can tell me. To, I've used this to help explain why it doesn't make a difference. Okay. Um, like, so men are simple when it comes to sex. So like when you go see a movie, I find that you, uh, how you, people feel about a movie is one of three things. Mm-hmm. The average person, the average, the most common one is you go see a movie, it's fine. Yeah. You had a pretty good time. Yeah. You enjoyed it. You <laughs> finished it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You don't really need to see it again. Yeah. If you had to see it again, okay. Yeah. Great. Or you hate a movie. Right. You had to, you barely got through it. Yeah. Sometimes you just turn it off. You don't even finish. Mm-hmm. Or you see a movie, you love the movie. Mm-hmm. You're obsessed with it. You tell your friends about it. You mm-hmm. can't wait to see it again. Anytime mm-hmm. it comes on TV, you watch it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Right. And for men, you're usually one of three of those things. Mm-hmm. And it really makes no difference mm. how, like, how, whether you have sex with them on the first night yeah. or three months in, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to put you in one of those three boxes. And if a guy likes having sex with you, if he mm-hmm. loves you, if you're a rewatchable, he's going to want to watch it again. Yeah, I co-sign on this. Yeah. Right. And if, and if you, uh, if he's just not into you. Yeah, it's, just, it's not going to happen. And if and if you're just like, oh, if it's like a decent watch, he's just not going to want. He's, that's why. So the difference wow. between night one or three months 
is that's not the, that's not going to change the outcome. Completely. All you are is extending the You're time. You're prolonging it. You're prolonging exactly. his decision and the information he's going to get. Now, women will ask, well, you know, doesn't the emotion connection matter? Like well, a lot of women say, well, you got to build. That's why you have to build the emotional connection first. Mm-hmm. Emotional connections are great. However, three, four, five months isn't that much amount of time, and mm-hmm. no emotional connection you're going to build with with a guy is going to be enough to change his mind depending on where he puts you in that box. Okay. If you are someone who he doesn't like having sex with or the sex is just like, okay, but you have a great personality, that's he'll make you a friend. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, let's be friends. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, emotion matters to the extent that um, I'm losing my train of thought, but so a great emotional connection will not make up for how he likes to have sex, well, the, how he feels about having yes, sex with you. Yes, that's correct. But a bad emotional connection or a bad personality absolutely can ruin yes. a great movie, so to speak. Sure. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He might be like, I, you're, I love having sex with you, but I just can't stand you. Yeah, totally. It's not worth it. Totally. And he'll he'll move on. For sure. So it really makes no difference on whether you have sex the first night or the fourth date. You're just given the information he needs to make a decision. And I totally agree with you. That doesn't give him all the power. It gives you the power to just do whatever you want, knowing yeah. that like most people, when they see a movie... It, it's just okay. It's just okay. It's just okay. Yeah. That's, you know, it's, yeah. it's got to be the right fit for, for everyone. I find it empowering because I'm like, I sleep with a guy if I feel like it and when I want to. And again, it, it does come with like practice, like to detach from the outcome. And again, this is kind of annoying because like I usually know how a guy feels about me. Like I'm never super caught off guard. And I think, I think that again comes with like age and practice, but yeah, it's empowering. Have sex when you want to. And it, it, I'm not advocating for having sex sooner, but I think yeah, it's it, not- it, it, it gets it out. It's like you fi- find it out sooner. Like you find the outcome is there where it's like, I would rather, I just always say to my followers, like, wouldn't you guys rather know early on if it's not a match so totally. you can move on? Where it's like, I think that's so heartbreaking for women when they like wait for three months and they're like seeing this guy casually and like they can't really tell and they sleep with him and then they kind of like soft ghost or then it like, you know, just fades out. They're then playing they feel this like, whole game in their mind. Meanwhile, he's just like, he's I like, mean, he's like, okay, whatever. He's like, the and movie if you was get him okay. to play a game, he might stick around just to play, just to see what the movie's like. Totally. Um, also, yeah. And then when women will say, well, you know, and it's true, like, women will release serotonin after sex and therefore might set themselves up to have an emotional mm-hmm. connection a man's not going to feel. Mm-hmm. But that, and that goes back to your original point. That's fine. Then know yourself. Have it whenever you want. If you're someone who finds yourself getting emotional connected to every guy you hook up with, then wait. And yeah. wait because you want to wait. It, it just won't make a difference yeah. to him. You're not going to it trick won't. him. He's not going to... If he exactly. doesn't call you back... It's, just it's because, not because of you slept with him when yes, you did. He didn't, exactly. he didn't lose respect for you. No, 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 no. He's no. just like, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I really, it's a really hard for for people to to get their head around that one, but I stand by it. I, I, I agree with movie theory and I, I yeah, it just doesn't matter. Bang, why why do you, you think your uh, <laughs> women struggle with that? Do you think just old old school kind of mind frame? I mean, I think, yeah, I think it's like years of conditioning. I mean, 
I think you, you think of like, oh, the three date rule, the five date rule, the this and that. I, I think it's just, it feels like this thing that you're holding on to and you give it so much power. But if you take back the power and say, no, like it's when I want, then you, it like, it's not so mystical. And again, you can even like extend the, the whole like interview thing to sex as well and flip it on its head and not be like what will he think of me after sex no how was how was the sex for me yeah what how was it for me like how what did he do like would i have that again did he check in was he like yeah did you finish did you climax did you come or whatever what do you want to say and it's the ask and it's the same thing exactly what you said with dating is like it's like women just they don't ask themselves those questions. They'll and if the guy goes to them, they'll be like, "Oh my god, like the sex was great." No, it wasn't. You told me. Like, you, that's the thing is like women also change their minds. That's the other flip oh, side. Oh, they have revenge, revisionist history. It, completely. Like it, the other thing that box theory explains is like, I really do think it kind of fits into one of those categories, and you can't really move from box to box. Whereas women, I always say, like, we'll sit down at a lunch and be like, I'm seeing a guy, he's okay, whatever. Three weeks later, they're like, yeah, you know, I think I like him. And then three weeks later, they're planning the wedding in Tuscany. Yeah. And it's, you know, so it's like... That is interesting. Women it, do that more than men. Yeah, like, I think that women date, like, venture capitalists, and men date, like, stockbrokers. Men are like, that one today, right now. And women are like, well, if we got a headboard, and he got a job, and if he was has this... Has a lot of potential. He has a lot of potential, then I think we can make it work. <laughs> and it's just like... And men are just like... They, they want someone... They don't want to scroll through the Instagram, that's the other difference. Women, show me a picture of the guy dating. Okay, let me just find the perfect, this is the back of his head and the, the. men men want a girl that they can just turn the Instagram around and say, that's her. Yeah. It's different. And for any critics which, uh, of, of Tinks and I who disagree and say, well, um, if ever, anytime I dated a, a hooked up with a guy after date one and I didn't hear from him the next day, but anytime I hooked up with a guy uh, after three months, he never immediately ghosted. And I'd said, like, fine, sure, you've built a rapport for three months. Yeah. And so sort, short of him being a total asshole, you just started a clock, and he's just going to slowly phase you yeah. out. And you're so going to you waste don't think he's a five dick. months so instead yes. of oh, two weeks. Exactly. You played yourself. 100%. Aligned. It's good to know. We agree. Uh, <laughs> what are also some of your favorite uh, tips and tricks that you have for your audience that you'd like to share with ours? Um. Well, I have one called Boyfriend Sickness. Ooh, I saw that. Oh, I love Boyfriend Sickness. Tell it's, us about it. it's a very serious disease. It only affects women. I have recovered from it successfully twice, and um, this is an exclusive. I am here to say that I, I, I do have a case right now. I you suggested it. it on your TikTok. This mo- I saw it. This I saw morning. it. I, I mean, uh, okay, Boyfriend Sickness, there are varying degrees. The, it, you know, it starts, some of the early symptoms are she's looking at her phone and she's smiling like an idiot. And she's like, oh, like Brad, Brad is eating a sandwich. And her friends are like, yeah, cool. And then it like, it just keeps going. And it's like, oh, here's the water. And she's like, Brad loves water. Tries to bring him up in conversation, whatever. <laughs> some more serious symptoms are canceling last minute to hang out with him, becoming unfun when she goes out, um, stopping going out altogether, some serious terminal uh, symptoms are changing her vibe, like personality-wise, saying we too much, saying, oh, we don't like sandwiches now, we do this, we, we do that. 
and is it's this a, happening within the first few dates? It's a it's a serious affliction. It can be you know it can come on quickly or it can be a slow burn. Um, hey. But like I think for me the symptom that I get the most is like that I if I really like a guy I bring him up in conversation all the time and it's so annoying of me to do that but um but yeah boyfriend sickness i've lost a lot of friends to it so i just want to raise awareness to this serious cause um <laughs> you've you lost friends by your actions or, or, no, or because, everyone's doing no it. because they because my friends have gotten boyfriend sickness and they've never recovered they've never recovered yeah some Is that people called love <laughs> no no because i have friends who are married who don't have it it's just like it's an it's a sickness and it's just like it's so annoying you Is know the antidote um Ick theory or I, no don't. I don't know I think it's just like be self-aware and never and don't like even but if you're you, totally yeah. in love with a guy like don't lose your friends like why don't. do you think women do it more than men I, it's more like it's called boyfriend sickness not girlfriend sickness no yeah. but, I'm, but in all seriousness like why it's because the you know your boyfriend theory is really just kind of it's basically losing yourself as the individual yeah. and, and and being obsessed. You're just one entity yeah. and therefore like it's hard for you to hang out with your girlfriends because like yeah. you're just a different person now. Like you now have this like guy who doesn't have a headboard who's yeah. supposed to be ha having cocktails and brunch and mimosas with the girls and it's just not working out. I think I think I developed this theory like because I was really sad when in my young 20s when some of my friends got boyfriends and they totally disappeared and some of them came back and some of them didn't and I just think female friendships are so important and like I have a rule like never ever cancel on your friends for a guy even if it's the guy of your dreams never ever and he's like oh I can only do Thursday and you have plans to go out with your friends do not cancel even if it's Brad Pitt it is really bad dating karma and it sets a bad precedent also even if it's Brad Pitt no guy has ever stopped liking a girl or liked her less because she rescheduled amen ever oh in my the history god history of dating amen no never never yeah. If, 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 if that happened to you, you just gave him an excuse that he was looking for totally. anyways. Yeah. Like if you, if you like a girl, listen, if you're a flake and you keep like flaking on yeah. him, he'll get annoyed. But if, if, if you, he's like, Hey, would you like to go out on Thursday or Wednesday? And you're like, Oh, sorry. I have plans with my girls. He will just like you more. Now, if there's exceptions, I'm just ever, saying we get those callers that have like those controlling kind of like male, like boyfriends and stuff like that that get like pissed because they don't show up or they cancel I'm not there are some wait, cases wait, yeah, i'm not saying not, i'm not just saying generally about, it's not all cases there are no. some men that do do that but no, like that control yes that has nothing to do with a guy's actually yes. liking a girl you're talking about completely two different things you're talking about a controlling guy who likes power and that he what he likes is power he doesn't like her he likes his ability to like get her to cancel plans with her friends so that's we're talking about Two different things. I'm, we're, I'm talking Got about it. an actual uh, a, a guy who has a sincere interest in a girl. Mm -hmm. He likes her. He feels vulnerable. He is hoping that she likes him back, and he has never lost interest in a girl by not canceling with her friends. Yeah, completely. And that's also why I say, uh, from my friend Lindsay Metzler, don't accept weekend plans after Wednesday. I was just about to ask, okay, <laughs> Lindsay. My mom, my mom did the same rule, yeah. and that's like how she basically like interested my dad because yeah. if he didn't ask by Wednesday night, she'd be like, "I'm busy." 
and then he was like, well, you believe shit, don't like, I'll do don't earlier. accept weekend plans. And I tell my friends, yeah. and I tell my friends, say no to the date until you get asked on the date you want. To me, a date is, uh, you meet a guy, whatever, on the weekend. On Monday, he's gonna text, he's gonna text me, hey, I've made a dinner reservation for 8 p.m. on Thursday. Are you free to go to dinner with me? Would love to take you. None of this, when are we hanging, when you free, bullshit. If he, if it's anything less than a set time, place, and date, say no, for real, because then that's what you you are showing him you think you deserve. Tell mm-hmm. me when, tell me that you've made a reservation and do it three days in advance because I got fucking plans. And even if your plans are staying in and watching Housewives, don't say yes until you get asked on the date you want. Like a lot of a lot of women in their younger twenties are just like they want they want to go on a date they want that it's it's the interview thing they want the guy to like them say no he needs to say drinks this time here yeah because if you go to what are you doing today what you are is just one of many options he's gone through and you don't know if you're the first person he's asked or the fourth yeah or like when we hanging and my followers will be like but then don't you think he's asking me like when i'm free no he's not he doesn't give a shit enough to make a plan no. or to even tell you his schedule. So He's say no. He's checking in and saying, I'm kind of interested in you. Yeah. And I'm just letting you know I'm still here. Yeah. And I might want to hang out with you someday, but yeah. I am not prepared to carve out any time for you. Exactly. I'm, letting, I'm trying to find out when you're available so exactly that I correct. can decide when I can fit you in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, Are there ever exceptions to these rules? Um... So the same, I would never accept a same day date rule, except for if you already have seen someone like multiple times and they say, hey, I'm actually in your area for a meeting, like turns out would you would love to see you and grab a drink if you're home. Like that's the only acceptable time where you can go on a same day date. Or what if it's like he got offered tickets to something yeah, or some event of fine. some kind. Yeah, that's What fine. about if a guy were to slide into your DMs or a dating app and you guys hit it off and mm. you're talking and he's like, well, I'd love to take you out sometime. You're like, sure. And you're like, hey, I don't mean to sound, how about tonight? I'm, fuck, I'm free and you seem great. Yeah, that's occasionally okay. But you just have to like, what, measure their excitement level? He really has to. You have to be really vibing. The other loopholes is if, if you live in New York City, people in New York City date like they're going to the gym. They're like, what did you do last night? Oh, I went to the gym. I went to, you know, they're like, you can meet someone on Hinge and lunch in New York and you're going to drinks with them that night. But that's different vibe. That's the only loophole. On the whole, they should plan in advance. It shows effort. Yeah. What about, how do you, so something new out there in the internet is the, the, the phrase simp. Yeah. Do you have thoughts on that? And how, how was, if a guy, I can, I picture guys listening to this and be like, oh, it's so complicated. You know, it was like, I don't, yeah. yeah, if I show interest, then I get called a simp. And if I yeah. like, am I, if I'm like sure that I like her, then I, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm all this. Like, what, we're, first, how would you describe being a simp? I think a simp is kind of like male boyfriend sickness, kind of. But I use simp as kind of like in a cute way. Like, for example, one time, see, I have boyfriend sickness. I'm about to tell a story about the guy I'm dating. See, I have it. Fuck you guys, I have it. Can Um, just mean you like him? No. (laughs) All right, continue. (laughs) He was like going to sleep and I was drunk and he knew that I was drunk and I I FaceTimed him and he was like asleep and he picked up. And I was like, that's so simpy that you picked up. And he was like, are you serious? Like you called me. And I was like, yeah, but simpy that you picked up because you were already asleep. Did he get defensive? A little, 
And yeah. then I was like, I just feel like, yeah, I don't know if that was, I don't know. Yeah. That was like a, a neg that you, mm. you, you planted a seed mm. and now he's going to get self-conscious. You about can it. be a simp, uh, like you should never be a simp for a girl, but you can be simpy. First of all, what does it mean to be a simp? Well, how, what, what is, what's the acronym? Um, I, Do we know? I don't even Ladies? know. Get on it. It just means, you know, you're kind of, it's a great word. I use it all the time. Yeah. I don't Noun, know where it came from. A silly or foolish person. That's what popped up for that's me. That's it? Hmm. That's that's not what we're, we're it's not. looking for the origin, right? No, I just like what are I, I think it's an acronym. A simp is someone who will do anything to get a girl's attention, often at the expense of their own dignity. Yeah, I to me simp is more like, oh guys, I can't hang. I'm going to take Marjorie shopping. I don't know. Canceling with your boys, basically. Canceling with your yeah, boys. It's boyfriend sickness. It's boyfriend sickness, but in reverse, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And do we like simpy men or you like you like the occasional like when you said that to your guy. Yeah. You were like but then flirting I was like, with yeah. him all while like trying yeah. to tease him a little bit. But you like yeah, that. Yeah, but answered. that's like how I flirt with people that I'm seeing. I'm like I'm like because I also think it's kind of sneaky. I hope he doesn't listen to this, but like kind of sneaky manifestation. I'll be like, you're obsessed with me. That's how I flirt. Yeah. So like if I say, oh, you, you really like me, you picked up, you're obsessed with me, you like me so much, then, then they're like, yeah, it's cute. Thoughts on calling the guy you like weird? Calling him weird? Like, oh, you're so weird? Uh, yeah, but like in a, I, I, I'm a big believer that you shouldn't call a guy weird, especially when it comes, like, that's weird. Ew. Uh, the guys will get really self-conscious about that. That's so interesting, and I completely agree with you. I'm very careful with what I say to guys. Yeah. I'm very weird. Is a, like yeah. a cousin to creepy? Yeah. And you never want. And if they're being creepy or weird, let them know. Yeah. But like when you're just like, oh, that's that's weird. Like no, especially I, if a guy wants to try things out in and bed I, or and talk, I actually, and you may say weird. You're just no. Like, I actually completely agree with you. I've never thought about it or articulated it that way, but I really think you're onto something because. Like I read this thing about I went to this relationship talk a long time ago And it was like When you're in a relationship Or seeing someone or whatever Like and someone opens to you Like you can either Like be open back And this could be with anything Or you can shut them down And it's like they, people can only take so many shutdowns. So it could be anything. It's like if I come in and I'm like, hi, honey, how was your day? And like they don't turn towards you Like that's a shutdown And they're like, it was fine Like whatever But it, it, for you, like what you're saying also in bed or whatever, if someone like does something, if you say you're weird, it's just like such a, yeah, it's it really not bothers good. Me. Yeah. yeah. Especially early would, on if you don't know no. them. And, and, and I don't, and I don't, and I say that because I don't think a lot of women using it are trying to mean it in the way men are taking it. Totally. Like, oh, I don't know. That's kind of weird. And men, men are, will they're get, sensitive. They get very much in their heads yeah. about what uh, I'm weird. Oh, I don't want to be weird. Am I creepy? Yeah. And then all of a sudden that's when a guy, you might trigger a guy, you know, when women are, when women hate, and if a guy's like, are you okay? Is everything okay? Yeah. Am I, am I, is that okay? Am I being, is it fine? Yeah. That's when you, you start calling them weird like that. That's when you're going to trigger a guy who's going to be constantly Completely. checking in and, and a, in a way that you don't like. Totally. Yeah. And even in play, it's not, it's not fun and it's not flirty. It's just like, yeah, find another way to say it, because it's so yeah. yeah and to say you don't like it or that's not you know totally just, yeah. yeah. I'm very into communication. Almost, I'm too much into it. Like 
in the bedroom is like so i i would never say that because you think you can communicate too much in bed well i think i'm very like okay like tell me everything that you like and like tell me your fantasies like really really like i think that that's so important but again i think that that's like an age thing where i realize it's that a comfort level. it's a comfort level and i'm super comfortable but not every guy is it can be a lot for for me to be like tell me everything <laughs> I, I i think more i think men are more open to that than i think i think what it I is, think it's is a like more experience it's just experience yeah, it's right experience. comfort level but i think when you're younger like when I was younger, I didn't think it was cool to talk about what you liked in bed, like early on. Like I, I thought it was cool to just like, like go with the flow and like not talk and like do whatever. And now I'm very much like, no, the way that we make this good is like we each say what we like and like how we like it and then it will be amazing. But I think that's, that's only something that I've really done for the past couple of years. Yeah. I, I think it just comes more from our Puritan society. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, we, I didn't, I don't think I've ever said the word blowjob to my parents or hand job or like, we didn't talk at no. all. It oh was, my God. don't do it. Yeah, totally. Ever. Yeah. Um, and so you take those kind of lessons into yeah. your dating life and you're just like, like I can put my dick inside you, but we can't ever have a conversation Discuss about it. it. Totally. It's like bizarre, but we weirdly yeah. do that when we're, when we get out there in the dating world. And totally. It's kind of insane when you say it out loud it's insane and it's like i think a lot of women feel that they have to be super performative in sex um and like they have to act a certain way and i i wish that i could tell i mean i do tell them like actually just being super open about what you like and asking someone what they like is the sexiest thing that you can do you don't have to literally be like screaming and like whatever all the time no. there's nothing worse than knowing <laughs> she's performing oh my god and, and I used to do it like I'm not embarrassed like I'll say it now all of my sex in college apart from when I had a boyfriend was like me literally acting like I'm auditioning to be yeah. on Pornhub like for what yeah and there's like, a difference between like mutual dirty talk and, and, yeah, and role playing with your partner and like you know maybe playing a character versus like getting drunk yeah and and being like fuck me yeah fuck me. Uh, yeah and the guy's just like shut up you're like Please. shut up <laughs> little did i know every guy was probably like why are you screaming like yeah. this and i'm I like i don't know but I'm also so that impression hot. was amazing <laughs> yeah and then like you don't know what to say so you just repeat the, and i've you know i've said this before like, just repeating the same thing over and over again yeah does it make it hotter oh my god <laughs> i'm cringing for my my have you ever hooked self. up with anybody in porn Either no, of you? No. Like they've no. been in a. What do you mean? Well, like overshare, but I may have hooked up with somebody that was in porn. Um, but that also was an issue because in your mind, it's a, it's a, yeah, it fucks with you, of course, because you're wondering if the way they're reacting, you're like, oh, but like, to their training. I mean, I don't yeah. know why, yeah. like, why would you do that? I mean, it's their job. You're just gonna make it feel like work. No, but I, I have actually. It's just, it's just an observation. That's exactly what it's like a mind yeah. fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah. Speaking, what about, uh, do you have any advice for the women out there when it comes to nudes and sex tapes? Because that seems to be a growing phenomenon with everyone being a, a producer with their own phones. So I, I love to send nudes. 
I really do. But you know what? It's for me. It's not for the guy I've realized. Yeah. And I, God, you know, that's actually one of the growing most common questions I got on my Ask Me Anythings, which are Mondays and Thursdays on my Instagram, by the way. Um, it's like, what are flattering <laughs> poses for nudes? I don't know if I'm ready to like show the pose that I do, but maybe. But I've realized it's for me because I get turned on thinking about them getting turned on when I send them a picture. So I like it. And, and it. again, girls will ask me like, when is too soon to send nudes? And I'm like, when you feel moved to, absolutely do it. Do you include your face? I do, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We had a girl on, Lala Milan, who gave us the best advice ever yeah. when it came to nudes. Watermark. What? She watermarks the guy's name on it. Unbelievable. So smart, So right? if it gets out, <laughs> she you, knows know, you know who, who did, did it. it. That is so genius. It's really great. Yeah. I'm just kind Lala of like. Best. But we're also in a day and age where like, it's like, you know, five or 10, you know, Kim Kardashian changed the game for everyone. Totally. Where it's just like, you know, I don't want my nudes to get out, but like. If they did. I, if they did, I like Mike <laughs> a little bit. Like, yeah. You know? And I'm just kind of like, well, when I signed with my manager, like pretty early on, he was like, is there nudes? Is there tape? I told him everything and he was like, okay. He was like, something will come out at some point. And I was like, I'm honestly okay with that. That's yeah. fine. Like secretly hoping as long as I look, is that why guys, I mean, because you always hear guys, women will get obscene, like we'll get unsolicited dick pics. And mm -hmm. then when you describe, well, I send nudes for myself. We mm -hmm. can only assume that that's what men must be doing because like no one's asked for the dick, but you're off, you're here taking a photo and sending it. They must just feel good about it. Yeah. And they want you to see, and it's not really for, I'm assuming I that it's not for, I men think must it know, comes from a different enough? place. I think, like, I really encourage women to, like, if, if, like, not only can the idea of your guy getting turned on turn you on, but also, like, uh, like, the act of taking a nude, I think, can be, like, a big celebration of your body and, like, feeling really good about yourself. Um, I think dick pics, it's more like, this is my dick, it looks great. <laughs> Sorry, I make all these guys sound dumb. No, listen, I like, I don't like a pic. Of, oh my God. You like the full, you want to, you want the I like whole a, I like a video. The video. I like a video. It can't be a pic. It can't be a static pic. I like oh, a like, video. Like using the tool? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And you want the. Sound on. Oh, it wasn't even. <laughs> oh. Go there. That's way um, better than a picture, 100%. Now, do you want a close up or do you want like the abs or stomach or you, you just really want um, like it, how big it, it looks in his hand versus like what are we, what's the goal in a video and why do you want the sound on? I don't know. That is just a personal preference that I like. Do you guys? I mean, I don't, Allie has no. <laughs> Do you have an opinion, A pic is just like, I know. what am I going to do with a, a pic? Unless I analyze the pictures because I'm old now. So I'll be like, oh, their bed's not made in the background of oh their penis. My God, or I'm like, dying. why do they have a white sock on with their mm. black shoe that's mm -hmm, still on mm -hmm. in the background of their penis? A video would distract from that. That's the thing. It's like a pic is to, unless it's a Snapchat where it's like, like, oh my God where it's like I'm thinking about you like and it's just a, a quick snapchat that's fine but otherwise I want a video with sound because it's l exactly it's less distracting like I could because there's a lot of icks in a pic 
there's a lot of potential where it's like why is your sheets like that you said it but like if your socks are still any weird shit like that i'm gonna immediately focus on and be like well but if it's a video i'm like okay can see what we're working with like gets me in the zone but yeah you got to work up to that but i always tell girls if you feel like sending a nude do it but don't do it because a guy sends you like pics question mark like that's not cool do it as like a part of foreplay or like if you're seeing someone and you're you're like getting to know them in that way like that's cool to do and watermark it and watermark it genius idea but we're just in a completely different age now where it's like it's not looked down upon and no. if anything it would be like sympathetic to the person whose nudes got leaked that's how that's how it's as long as the general thought is you didn't do it on purpose totally it was like you were somehow yeah a, a victim not victimized or yeah. or it was an accident mm-hmm. and then everyone's like oh okay they're like i'll check it out respectfully i can't believe that i just said that i like videos with sound I feel like that's a risk for men. Yeah. Because they're <laughs> men, men are very vulnerable with the kind of yeah. noises they're capable of making. Yeah. Well, I think that's also just like you get older and you just like, you're just ready to say like what really turns you on. Like, cause the stuff that I used to say turns me on was like, I don't give a shit about that stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Um, does uh, your current, is it what's his name again yg 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 uh is he aware of the ick list that you have accumulating mm-hmm. do you recommend showing your guy the ick god list? no no that's for you you better bury that shit so deep in your phone you better national treasure the shit out of your ick list because it could go nuclear because if he finds it he's gonna be he's not only gonna think you're i i say like the x it's not even like not having a headboard is like the most normal ick you should have on there. Like I can't even give examples because, well, the one I gave in the video that I made is like this guy I was dating held the fork like a toddler mm-hmm. and it literally drove me you insane like this and like this. And I was just like, I can't. The ickless should be so specific. It should be like that time he had like a weird, it, I sound mean, but it's it's important to make it like the time he had a weird like one hair like that he didn't shave or like that time that he had a weird zit on his back like these are all things that are going to help you if it goes belly up i'm not toxic i'm smart i swear no i, I again it's just how you use things yeah are, are, is, a, is a big yeah difference but mm-hmm. you're right i mean if so he knows one exists but he doesn't know yeah. what's in it now and well this one is so different because it's like yeah, this is the first guy that I've dated that I've really liked since I've got had followers. And so it's How like... How long have you been hanging out with him? Like a month and a half. What do you like the most about him? He's really fun. And he's... I've never met someone who likes having fun as much as I do. And he's really silly with me. Like, I really... Last year, I was in lockdown sleeping with my best guy friend, which was an utter disaster. And when you say sleeping, <clears throat> like having... You're hooking up. Yeah. And no, we were slumbering. I don't know. Like maybe it was a quarantine. You said he's your best guy friend. You're like, I don't know. We got oh one my God. bed. Let's and just... it was a disaster. And I've, uh, it was a disaster. It was sure. so bad. And then I was like, okay, I need to get another boyfriend to Who show him. Who felt feelings? I did. So bad. Like, so, like, like sobbing on TikTok. Bad. Like really bad. 
And then I was like, I'm gonna get another boyfriend to show him, like, cause he's he doesn't see like what we have is perfect. So then I got another boyfriend. This poor guy got caught in the crossfire. Then I dated that guy for five months, and I never felt silly with him. Like, and what I said at the beginning, like for me, it's very important, like that I immediately start developing my own language, and like we're really goofy and silly together. Like, feel safe. I feel safe. I don't take anything seriously. I also need someone who can like put me in my place and be like, that's enough. Um, but yeah. I, uh, I I don't m- most of my audience tends to agree with me on on TikTok, but I did put one out about being friends with the opposite sex. And yeah, people, you know, there's always like, well, you know, I'm my best friend. Yeah, I know. It's like, like, congratulations! Yeah, like, like there's always exceptions yeah. to every rule. But do you uh, agree for the most part? You can't have a best friend of the opposite sex. Obviously, if you're bisexual, yeah, um, I can. Comp- it I comes agree. down to sex. You have to draw the boundaries of like having sex with your quote unquote best friend or friend of the opposite sex has to be as unappealing as seeing your yeah. sibling naked. Completely agree with you. Yeah. And, I, and most, and for the most part, that's not the case. Right. You, cause you always do. And like, I think with, with boy and girl best friends, like it kind of ebbs and flows. Like if, if you're friends for a long time, like who would fuck who, like more easily do you know what I mean like you go through phases where it's like maybe one of them is seeing someone and it cools down and then whatever or like one person's really horny and like they'll like the other person a little bit more but like yeah I mean yeah I was because I I I made the the TikTok because uh, a woman put out a very you know popular one who said women can have guy best friends because women generally she was her theory was women are more selective with their sexual partners Mm -hmm. right for the most part like Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of truth to it like the the assumption is women can pretty much have sex with anyone they decide they want to have sex with and and men can't which yeah generalization sure sure, but there's a lot like there's a lot of i've said no to a lot of sex like sick bro i don't mean it like that but most (laughs) most people are unless like most guys you know what i'm saying like it's not you're going out and if some like it's not like any girl who walks up to a guy is like they're like yeah let's go yeah i'm sure you're you always see that one guy at a bar who like who would yeah would but for the most part it doesn't happen but um she was saying how you know women have that ability to say no and therefore it's possible and i'm just like no because even if you're the person who deep down thinks, if I wanted to have sex with this person, I could, but I don't want to, so I can be friends with them. Yeah. I'm like, well, first of all, like, well, if, oh, you, if, well, to be friends, you have to mutually feel the same way. It can't yeah. be one person who feels that way. Completely. That's not a friendship. That's no. just someone who's a, pl- like most times friends of the opposite sex, and I don't even mean this as a bad thing, serve as placeholders. Completely agree with you. You know, and like I have, in, and now when I, when Nally and I started getting more serious in dating, I didn't like stop being friends with my girlfriends who I'd go out to dinner with and sometimes yeah. like go to a flea market or do some things. And yeah. it was completely platonic and neither of us wanted to hook up with one yeah. another. But that time goes to Natalie now. Of course. Of course so it does. So it's just like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, I didn't want to have sex with my friend, but I also There's like would rather holder. go to a movie and dinner with like Suge than I did Eric. Completely, you know, because it feels good, and it's like there is that. Yeah, I completely agree with you, and I, I mean, I was. We even called it like fake boyfriend, like me and my best guy friend. Yeah. I would be like, let's play fake boyfriend, and he would like take me to the Grove to have wine and stuff, and then, yeah, but and it gets a little. And, and now, like, I don't know. I'm interested to hear what you think. Like, we are still friends. 
Um, I don't know if I should actually hang out with him one-on-one anymore now that I have this guy that I'm seeing. And this is someone that you, you were crushing a little bit more. I was like fully like really, really had bad feelings for him and like had to take a little space and like. So then you have to ask yourself like how much was that real or how much of that was situational given yeah. like you know, it was a quarantine, we yeah. lived together, I yeah. was, it was an idea of someone, not really him. Like mm-hmm. do you need the Iklis? Did you need an Iklis to get over it? I needed a full random other boyfriend to get over it and like to not see him for a while. And so, but now we're good again, but we still like, before I met YG, like we did, we did still cuddle. Like we cuddled in like February. We didn't sleep together. We had a little kiss. But you're saying this is someone you really were friends with? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I ever was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't don't think think you ever really were. I think we were just placeholders and it felt good. Yeah, and sometimes when we meet someone, whether it's a guy or a girl, we'll tell ourselves like, I'll just be friends either because you don't know if they'll like you. So it's just like, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm crushing on them and I don't know if they even like me. So let's just call each other friends. Yeah. But if they took their shirt off or their pants off, like you would feel something. Totally. And therefore you never really were just friends. I don't think you should see this guy anytime soon because- uh, Well, we usually hike every Saturday, just us two. Are you still doing this? Well, we were, yeah. How, how long ago was this? That I last hiked with him? Two weeks ago. Are you in the position with... YG. YG, thank you. Um, where you feel like you... Have you defined anything? No, I mean... So you're he, still technically a free agent. Yeah, but it would be like... like We see each other four nights a week. Sure, but like... He's, he's, so are you, are you in that gray area where you haven't defined anything, but you both have some uh, unspoken expectations of one another? We're Yeah, we're exclusive, yeah. You, so you've defined that. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between being exclusive and calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend? Because honestly, I'm unaware. I don't know. I sent him a picture last night. He was out, and so he was drunk, but I sent him a picture, and he goes, that's my girlfriend. Oh, so there you go. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. So you have a boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know if Congratulations. He's, I don't know I feel if like he's we should. my boyfriend. I feel like he's going to ask me this weekend. He just asked you. He didn't. He was drunk. Doesn't matter. You, also, you, you've, you've both said, I'm not having sex with other people. Mm-hmm. You've defined that. You've set mm-hmm. that expectation. Mm-hmm. Then your boyfriend and girlfriend. What is the difference? Because know. people are, I don't understand. Like, uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. It's, yeah. That's what it is. It's not having sex with other people. Totally. Yeah, you're right. That's it. That's all it is. It's, I feel like there's a threshold where it's like, when a holiday comes up, is there a conversation? Like, is it on the table that you guys might spend it together? Like an like a Thanksgiving, like a Christmas. Like I think that's a real. Well, no, but that's like like boyfriend and girlfriend is just as we know a label, and you can be dating you can be boyfriend and girlfriend for a week or you can be boyfriend and girlfriend for five years and the more the relationship advances the expectations increase right now your only expectation is we're not going to fuck other people for the most part like that's a the, the first one people established were just like can i just know that i every time we have sex i don't have to wonder if i should go yeah. get an std test yeah and then we're like, like going away together this weekend. Like I'm going to his house in July. Like sure. And yeah. there's a playing house phase early in relationships yeah. too. Yeah. But what you're talking about in terms of like 
well, if I call you my boyfriend and girlfriend, does that mean you're automatically going to invite to Thanksgiving? Not necessarily. No, I just think there's a threshold where it's yeah. like once you cross that, then it's like a different stage of things. And I think it like you can be boyfriend, girlfriend without being in that stage. But I think that's like when you really start to like work them into your life or expect that they're yeah. going to be present in certain well, ways. Well, I would argue that you really can't, but it's something people say to themselves. Yeah. Whether they, because they're either afraid of, it's always generally based off of fear of what the other person's going to say or not give you the same thing that you want so you like you distance yourself or detach yourself from like having the ex or saying what you expect right because they, yeah you can be boyfriend and girlfriend like honestly natalie and i have not talked about like the holidays coming up and right. i don't really know if there's an, like we're very serious she we live together yeah but like her family lives in georgia mine's in wisconsin right and i don't like we might spend it together but I don't think it's crazy to be like, I don't know, your family lives in Georgia and mine lives in Wisconsin. And right. like, there'll be, if we stay together, there'll be plenty of times we can see each other's families. So like, we don't have to. If we want to, it's a choice that we make because we have to. People make the mistake all the time of being like, well, what does it mean? No, while we're boyfriend and girlfriend, we have to spend our holidays You're together because we're right. not, it doesn't mean shit. Like we, people make the mistake all the time. That's the playing house aspect. But I don't think it's like whether you do or don't, it's just like whether that's on the table. Like if I'm booking a trip, do I at least think about whether I'm bringing this like guy or girl with me? Like I can still go on trips by myself, but like are they at a stage in my life where like I fit them in, they could fit yeah, into well, a lot of really different matter, aspects. But defining a relationship has more to do with what happens if we break up or what happens if my feelings change. Mm -hmm. So once you define the relationship and say, well, we no longer have want to have sex with other people. Mm -hmm. If your or his feelings change, you still have to have a conversation. You still totally. have to break up. It yeah. doesn't really matter whether you're like, whether you're going to play house or take trips together or see each other's families, like you'd still have, you're still going to have to break up. And Completely. therefore, if you have to break up, your boyfriend and girlfriend. If you if if it requires you to have a conversation short of so that they don't both go, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. He just like ghosted me, then your boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. So do you think so it's been I've been out of town and then my my best guy friend has been out of town for like probably three weeks and this thing with YG has like moved really quickly. And my girlfriend was like um, like probably two weeks ago, my best guy friend wanted to come over and watch TV with me. And she said, you can't do that anymore. Probably not. Probably not. Well, what is YG? Well, it all depends on what the, it's this. Expectations. I, I mean, he doesn't, we don't really like, we don't talk about that. Like you might not talk about it, but you guys have expect like relationships yeah. start when expectations are defined yeah. and, and explained and you can have expect. And then when it gets messy is when you start having expectations, but don't communicate them completely so that, you know, when you have, you ask your friend, yeah, I would just ask him. Well, yeah. And my girlfriend was like, the reason why I think it's inappropriate if he comes over to watch TV with you is because, um, your feelings will never be completely zero for him. That's not necessarily true. Not true, right? You can totally, well, I, I mean, I have cried over, you know, girlfriends and I've, I've been a mess. Like you look yeah. back and you laugh how much of a mess you were. Yeah. And I couldn't be more indifferent. No. I, I have a level of like, I'll always care about that person. And I guess if I needed to help them and needed my help, they'll never need my help because they have other people in their lives. And like, I would be there for them, but I could give a shit about like who they're dating or what's going on. I'm, I'm completely indifferent and you totally. can absolutely become indifferent about people. Like that's the goal when you break up is to focus about like being able to be happy for them. And what do you think it, this has turned into my therapy session. What do you think it means that I didn't tell 
my best guy friend about we don't talk about boys and girls anymore like since we we but stopped talking about friends yeah we we stopped talking up in like september of 2020 and then again we recuddled and like we we didn't sleep together but we like cuddled and kissed in february but we do not mention other guys and girls to each other whereas before oh we God, slept yeah. together we would give each other advice you're not remotely friends we're not friends not at all yeah like being friends is being friends like you you want their advice. You want to tell yeah, them we don't, what's yeah. going on. I've had situations where I, I've started dating a girl, had sex a couple times, and then we, we just it, it stopped for whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? And you can be friends with those people, but there has to be a gap, right? Yeah. So you're going to need this person. There needs there needs to be a complete gap, and then you'll have to accidentally reconnect, and one of you will have to break the ice and say, "Listen, I know we don't work out, but like." you're cool and let's hang out. And usually this only happens when you're single and then you hang out and you might do the dinner and movie thing. You don't cuddle at you. When you get drunk, you don't crash at each other's houses. And if you do, because your safety is like in need, cause you shouldn't be driving or getting an Uber when you're hammered, you sleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. Like you never go back to that place and you very much talk about your sex life and dating life. And then you can be friends. And I've had that happen. And it's straight up platonic. And you're not friends because you're dating someone else. You're friends because you could have sex with each other. You could sleep in each other's bed. You could cuddle. And you don't want to. It's not on the table. And you mutually don't want to. And like yeah, that's not what you're describing. You're describing a guy who's like, you're very fragile about this guy. Yeah. And actually part of you wants to go hike with him because like, it's like, uh, yeah. It's, you. I always use the Sour Patch Kid theory, you know, where like, I'm not saying this this friend was toxic, but he's a fix. You get a fix oh, from hanging 100%. out with him. And you're 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 trying to convince yourself, how do can I get this fix without at, like without getting sick yeah, from it, without getting gut right. rot, without like it doing something. You're, you're trying to right. convince yourself that he's somehow healthy for you right now, even though you like this and other guy. Because he's like with such such a good friend, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's blah, not blah. a friend. No, he's, he's not, not remotely friend. a friend. No. Okay, but maybe someday, probably probably not. The, 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 the thing is, one day you just won't give a shit. I know. I know. And I actually feel like that might be sooner rather than later because with the placeholder boyfriend in the fall, like I didn't ever really connect with him. But this guy, I can really see myself falling for. So maybe this will be it with YG. Maybe. He's older, younger? He's younger. Do you have, how how much younger? 26. I'm 30. Is that a big deal for you? No. I actually only date guys younger or older. Not my own age. I mean, it's hard to land on your own age anyway. No, no, but like 28 to 34 is like kind of a no-fly zone for me. Wow. Another theory. Why? <laughs> um, because they are kind of, if, if, you're, if they're 28 to 34 not in a relationship, they're kind of like having a mental breakdown. They're like, they don't, they're kind of like, I don't know if I'm young or if I'm old. I don't know what I want. It's just like... It's not a vibe for me. But if they're so younger, it's specific to that age, it has not. It's not as much to do with. It's, it's too close. Th- in this age is to the you. theory that is the most generalization, and I think it's def. It applies most to LA. But I just feel that a lot of guys around my age are kind of feeling the the stress of like becoming a grown up for the first time, whereas women kind of like I feel like around twenty five, twenty six are like, okay, I'm a grown up now, um, and I. Let me put it in, in a more positive spin. I think younger guys are so much fun. They are unaware that they're ever gonna age. They have a ton of stamina. They're super 
ambitious and rambunctious. And then older guys are kind of like past the point of like caring about the small shit and it's that father figure thing and that's really fun too. Whereas my age, it's kind of like, what the fuck are we doing? I think that's also a millennial thing though. Hmm. So a lot of generalizations in that theory, but for me, it does work. But he's about to be 27. That's not bad. That's fine, right? I think it's totally fine. Totally fine. If I mean, the only it doesn't if, bother if your theory, me. Yeah. If your theory is right, then you're running you're running the risk of him hitting that phase. But if we're in a relationship, then he will skip it. I don't think people skip phases. Uh-huh. I think they just delay them. We'll see. I think you're going to be fine. I don't know if I necessarily yeah. agree. With, that's a very yeah. general, like you said, it's very it's, general it, theory. So yeah. it's probably, you're probably okay. I wish you guys the best of luck. Before I let you go, you're down to play a game that we play with our guests. Absolutely. It's called Do You Know Me? It's real simple. Yeah. I'll ask a question. Does Tinks this? Has Tinks ever done that? You can say yes or no. Don't say it right away. We'll guess if okay. we know Tinks. And if you have an anecdotal story, you're welcome to share. If not, you can simply say yes or no. Beautiful. Question number one, do you know me with Tinks? Has Tinks ever gone vegan? For like less than a week. Yeah, like I even went vegan for a week. It happens. No, I think that she has too many opinions about what it means to be vegan. And I don't think Tinks is someone would who who would do something like be a vegan if she wasn't committed. I don't think she does things for a week because if she's not going to be a vegan, she's going to have opinions on what it means to be a vegan. I don't know. I think maybe she tried it on like a health journey kind of thing, but then like was like, no. Well, be, just to be clear to answer this question, like trying a diet for a week for, but like, I mean like she actually went vegan hoping that it would stick. You don't go into it thinking it's going to be a week. But it's like me saying, like, I'm not going to eat red meat this week because I've had too much. It's not me going vegan. It's like me Mm. doing a cleanse. It's like you can have that spiritual health journey where you're like, I'm going to go vegan. I'm going to have, like, a good health journey. But that's what I'm saying. It's not as a a temporary diet where you know there's an end date. It's just like, I want... I'm. I'm vegan and then like you tell everyone and then a week later you're like housing a, a, like a pepperoni pizza and everyone's like aren't you like yeah no nah, it's fine so I'm gonna say no she didn't do that I was vegan for um but like the worst vegan like trying to be healthy and then when I was drunk I would eat meat and then I, I was yeah and then I would all I did it for an article because like Beyonce went vegan so I did it I was doing one for, for pop sugar and I was like so you didn't oh. watch it it was just for an article it wasn't because you watched a doc no it was because I watched that stupid doc and then I was like I'll write the article whatever but I didn't stick I yeah does Tinks have a go-to pickup line oh. uh, also you can do you ever do you slide into DMs I have. And what would your uh, pickup line be? A custom pickup line is the best. People ask me all the time, what should I do to slide into a celebrity's DMs? Um, A custom pickup line is the best. On a dating app, I I used to always do, what's your Uber rating? It's like, so you ask a question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Or if it's in person and all my followers are like, oh my God, I could never, I always go up to a guy and I'm like, you're really handsome and then just stop talking. Fucks their shit up. But you have to make eye contact and you have to say it like. 
Yeah, you have to stop talking and then and look, shut up and yeah. look right at them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, it's good. It works if pulled off correctly. It's has Tinks had more alcohol than coffee this week? This week is this interesting. Week. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like maybe you've had some fun this week. No. Coffee because yeah, she was in New York and trying to stay up because she traveled. Yeah, I don't think she drank as much this week as she would typically do or yeah, has. That's right. I haven't had a sip of alcohol this week <gasps> tonight. <gasps> I, yeah, I was too much work. Does Tinks own any healing crystals? Mm. Yes. Yeah, probably. I mean, I own <laughs> healing crystals. I feel like everyone's got a secret crystal passion. You know, I'm going to say no. If she does, I would say they're more more so for like yeah, interior design. I don't design. think she's like a true believer. Yeah, but they like, like they like it's a look nice cute. Feng shui yeah. to it. It's like sure, I'll have them. Someone gifted me one. That's the only one yeah. I have. I'm not a big crystal gal. I don't. Has Tinks ever accidentally sent an inappropriate text or email to the wrong person? Yes. I feel like yes. I feel like you have <laughs> recorded a voice memo <laughs> and sent it to someone by mistake. Well, also, it just happens when you're like, oh, I'm going to text about this person. Then you type their name because yeah. it's like on your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like everybody has. Yeah. Has Tinks ever been injured during sex? This is the best Ooh. story. Yes, <laughs> then. <No>. Yes. <laughs> you guys. So, okay. yes. Okay, how much time do yes. we have? We can end on this note. This is why you should, this is a story of why you should always just be yourself and a story of how people can change. In college, I was seeing this guy and he really wanted to be my boyfriend and I was like, no, like I, he, was, he was a senior and I was a freshman or sophomore. And, um, and I was like, no, like I wanna be like, just we're dating, but like you're not my boyfriend. And then he was like, if you don't show me affection soon, I'm gonna dump you. And I was like, okay. And I was really British at this point, you have to remember. And I was like, I was like, what do American people think is romantic? Like, what can I do to show him that I love him? So I got on my bike and I rode to CVS and I got a bunch of candles because, um, you know, in, in romance movies, there's always candles. And I'm like, tell all my friends, I'm like, you guys have this plan. I'm going to surprise him. And they're like, just don't burn down the sorority house. Like, just please come on. Because if, if the sprinkler goes off, all of our clothes will be ruined. And I was like, got it. So I set up, it looks like I'm about to perform human sacrifice. There's so many Yankee candles in my sorority room. But I put them all near the window because so the smoke will go out. And I'm like, this is a phenomenal plan. And I went to Stanford and it happened to be finals week. So all the nerds were very stressed out studying whatever. And I call them up and I'm like, I have a surprise for you. I drink a bottle of $2 wine in preparation for this evening. He comes over, he's like, this really means a lot to me. It shows me that you care. Um, we drink another bottle of wine and things start happening. And in my Merlot haze, I hear this like beeping noise and I'm like, what is that sound? And I look behind him and my bed is on fire. Like all my basic bitch throw pillows are completely ablaze. And I'm like, all I can think of is like the older girls in the sorority's clothes are going to be ruined when the sprinkler goes off. I dismount. I start whacking the pillows together like to try and get the the fire out. And I'm like, he's standing there like a fucking idiot, obviously. By the grace of God, I get the fire out. I have no idea why. The door flings he open. Help. He didn't help. I'm naked, he's naked. 60 sorority girls are standing and I'm like, you guys, I'm so sorry I woke you up, but like, don't worry, the sprinkler didn't go off. I got it, I got it, I got it. 
and nobody's speaking and they're just like tanks your hand and i look down and my hand is just totally charred the next thing i remember is i black in and he's driving me to the er and he's like i know that this isn't funny now but i promise you'll want it for the story and he turns on sex on fire by kings of leon <laughs> as they're Which, wheeling I mean, me in, honestly that he wasn't wrong as they're wheeling me in to get like take me to the intensive care burn unit and like do my skin grafts he's like um I apparently grabbed him by the neck and I was like, okay, you can be my boyfriend now. And he said, which I can tell my drunk self was thinking like, well, now that I'm mauled, I need a boyfriend. And he was like, I've been your boyfriend for a long time, which is really cute. But so then I missed all my finals. Uh, I had skin grafts. Thank you to the Santa Clara burn unit for fixing my hand. It looks great. It looks great. But when I went in, they were like, you might use the use of your fingers. So yes, I've been injured in sex before. And the worst part was I'm aging myself, but when I got back from winter break, um, like I had all these Facebook messages being like, apparently you tried to set Owen on fire in sex, or like apparently you're into like pyromaniacs and like you did this and that. And I was like, no, I was just trying to be romantic. Be yourself and just. Now what's the takeaway? Be yourself. Don't um, light as many Yankee candles. candles. (laughs) Also, like. We dated for three years. He doesn't need the candles to like you. He doesn't need the candles to like you. There you go. Uh, Tinks, thanks so much for coming. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. So Uh, fun. Where can the people find you? It's me, Tinks, on Instagram, TikTok, every platform. Uh, Come hang out. It's me, Tinks. Well, we appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, don't forget to send in your questions at asknick at castme.com. Uh, you, you, sh- you, the people will probably want you back for one of our Ask Nick episodes. We just have people call in, tell their dating stories. I tell them favorite. what's up, and uh, you probably would enjoy Love that. doing that. So you'll have to come back. Uh, and uh, be sure to send in your questions. Um, we can't thank Tinks enough for coming, and uh, we'll see you back on Monday. <laughs>